Hi, I'm Dan Cottrell, editor of Rugby Coach Weekly. You're about to jump into one of our podcasts. If you want to find out more about this podcast and also all of the great content, drills, activities, games and advice on the website, then go over to www.rugbycoachweekly.net. I hope you enjoy the podcast. It's when you're in that place when it seems like time has slowed down, you're out on the field and you just feel so confident. You just want the ball. Rugby Coach Weekly presents The Coaching Knife, where we cut to the root, cut out the fluff and challenge the masters of their domain to cut to the chase. this episode we speak to Brian Moylet, author of the book on how you become a pro rugby player. Focusing on one of the sections of the book, we're going to cut to the root on how you play in the zone. Brian, are you ready for the knife? I am, Dan. Good. What do you mean by the zone? Yeah, so playing in the zone, other people call it the flow state, but it's when you're in that place when it seems like time has slowed down, you're out on the field and you just feel so confident. You just want the ball. You feel like nothing can go wrong. And you're not in your head thinking. You're not worrying about what might go wrong, what might not happen. You're not thinking about the future. You're not thinking about the past. You're just completely present. And that's what is being in the zone. What do you mean by present? Present, as I said, not worrying about the future, what might happen, not worrying about the past. You're just in this moment right now. So what happens with a lot of players is, They'll worry throughout game day, throughout the week, that what if I make a mistake in the game? What will the coach think if it doesn't go well? Will I play well today? And then they worry about the past or they they beat themselves up about the past in that they made a mistake five minutes ago and they dwell on it. Oh, I dropped that high ball. Everyone's going to think I'm crap. I'm definitely going to get dropped. This game is not going well. This is awful. I don't want to be here. So players often live in in their head in the future or in the past and yeah being present is when you're not thinking about any of that stuff you said earlier on uh that uh it's sometimes called the flow and i know that um people will maybe interchange the flow in the zone so why is it called the flow because that's probably the more technical way of approaching it yeah the flow state um is what a lot of uh, academic books and uh, people will use in that world and the flow state is, yeah, I'm not sure exactly why it's called the flow state, but it's funny when I work with teams and when I work with players one-on-one, I, I started to use the flow state a couple of years ago. And I asked a, a group of young players, I said, does anyone, has anyone here heard of the flow state before? And out of 25, I got about four hands and I was like, oh, wow, oh, this might go well. And then I just quickly thought on the spot, I said, have any of you heard of playing in the zone or do you know that every hand went up? So I had to just tweak my, just my language uh, for the young players that I work with. Um, Why exactly it's called the flow state. I'm not sure of the origins of it, to be honest. Can everybody be in the zone all the time? I mean, it feels like it's something that you, uh, it happens magically for you. I think you're going to tell me how we can just make that magic happen, but can how often do should we expect to be in the zone? Mental skills are like physical skills and that the more you practice them, the better you get at them. 
it's not like flicking a switch. You know, I'm going to go through a framework here that you can use and you can practice and give you different tools. But it's not like you hear this now and then tomorrow you'll forever be in the in the zone when you're playing. It's like if you get a gym program and you do one weight session, you're not going to be jacked forever and the strongest person on the field. You've got to practice them over and over again. So can everybody can be in the flow state in the zone when they're playing? How often or how long you spend in that uh, space when you play deter- is down to many different things. Um, I think that you mentioned the wording used was, can everybody be in the in the zone all the time, in the flow state all the time? And I think what that would be is a Buddhist monk in a monastery, you know, like that. that's what that person. So, yes, I believe everybody could get there. But the reality is, is that, you know, you're not going to be there all the time throughout your day. And you can be in the flow state throughout your day. You know, when you're you can be present when you're washing your car when you're driving to work, you're just in the moment thinking about the road and all these other things. When you're reading a book, you can be in the zone. So this is something that you can do throughout your life. And uh, I'll, I can talk about now, but well, go get straight big, on. Tell me about the framework. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah. So the, the three step framework um, that I have for getting in the zone is the first thing is, is to practice being present throughout the week. The second thing is get your preparation right during the week. And the third thing is to stop caring, stop worrying, and stop putting pressure on yourself. Okay, well, number three sounds a really difficult thing to do, but let's start with number one then. So give me an example of how I might practice during the week. Yeah, so this is all geared towards on a Saturday, you playing in the zone. That's what the framework is for. But like everything you don't just rock up on a Saturday and be the best passer on the team or the best kicker or the strongest or the fittest. It's all due to the work you do during the week. So being in the zone is, as I said, being present. So for you to be skillful in being present, you have to practice that during the week. So things that you can do are meditation. That's a great one. And you can also go for walks outside in nature and put your phone away not be listening to podcasts, not be listening to music, not be trying to distract yourself with everything. And it's challenging. Wait till you see, try it out. Put your phone away for an hour, go for a walk outside and just look around you and breathe in the air. Go play with a dog. Don't be on your phone. Don't be listening to music. Don't whatever. Just be. And these little things are you're fully present when you're talking with somebody else like me and you now. I'm actively listening to what you're saying i'm I'm very present i'm not on my phone i'm not thinking about what i'm going to do later i'm not thinking about all these other things i'm not thinking about what happened earlier in the day i'm practicing being present so yeah mindfulness you've heard we've all heard this so though the things i mentioned are just a couple of mindfulness things you can do another one go for a swim in the sea is another kind of common one that people use and it's great because you can't be worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow when you're in the freezing cold water. <laughs> I love to have a shower every morning. It's a habit I built up a couple of years ago. And that's incredible for many, many reasons. But one of them is that it brings you to the present moment. You have to concentrate on your breathing. When that cold water hits you, you have to breathe in deeply through your nose and it just brings you to the present moment. And so there's many different things. You can Google mindfulness. I've given five, six things, but mm. mindfulness practices are practices by which to help you be present. And they have many benefits throughout your whole life. 
but they have huge benefits also to your sport. So number one, practice being present. That's what okay. It is so we're we're, pra- we're practicing being present. So uh, in a in a in a normal week of. Uh, preparing for a game we know that we set aside times for training physical training um you're saying set aside times to uh practice being present uh, is there a if you did it for five minutes a day uh that's probably not going to be enough um is i know that it's, there's is, is there a minimum maximum here five minutes is a, a day is a great place to start if you if you've never done this before and you could start today by building in a meditation practice for five minutes every morning that will be an incredible place to start so maybe if this is all new to you that's exactly what i would say to do start with five minutes a day and something that's really good is put out get a piece of paper and put 30 boxes on the page and every day every morning after you do your five minutes meditation cross out a box and then you'll start to build momentum. You'll start to see that you've backed up days and days. I learned this from Jerry Seinfeld, the comedian, and he used it with his writing. He's like, I need to write every day. So after he writes, he puts a box down. Yeah. And it's something that I use. It's really simple. But yeah, meditation, incredible. Start with five minutes and build it up. And then, you know, maybe for 20 minutes in the evening, then you put your phone away and you go for a walk outside with no podcast, no music, no nothing. And you'll be so bored. You'll You'll be like irritable even you'll feel this energy in your body you'll be like oh i want to get away from it but that's the challenge and that's the practice okay then, don't, so what so we're saying to people don't start meditating now keep listening to this podcast as soon as the podcast course. is finished turn off your phone go for a cold shower have a swim in the sea uh be present don't have things going around you so we're on to number two get your preparation right yeah so a big thing if you get to saturday morning of a game and you've been eating crap food during the week or you haven't done your gym sessions or you've been slacking off training or even missing training or you haven't got your prep right during the week then you can be in your head thinking oh i don't know if i'm ready oh i don't think this will go well and you can start to worry whereas if you are as fit as you can be if you have studied your tape if you have been very diligent during the week and getting your preparation right then you will know come Saturday morning that there's nothing more you could have done. There's nothing more you could have done. So why worry? And, and uh, Okay, so I'm just going to jump in here. I'm, I'm worried here that uh, that sounds wonderful for somebody who's a pro, pro player who is uh, able to have their week planned out for them. But most people listening in here will have uh, everyday jobs, um, going to college and that sort of thing. So they're not going to be able to do that. So there must be some way that they can... Um, cut this off in order that they don't suddenly say, well, it'd be fine if I was a pro player, but I've had to do three essays this week or I've had to do overtime. So there's no way that I'm going to be right for Saturday. No, in that all you can do is all you can do, right? So I fully understand what you're saying, Dan, that some people have very busy lives and then the pro player might turn around and say, you're in school, I have four kids. And all, and a speaking engagement I have to go to and this and that and whatever and could be pulled every way. So what you do, all you can do is all you can do. So you give your best effort. So on a Sunday, plan out your week. And yes, you've got papers to write. Yes, you've got a part time job. That's all good. So maybe you can't do five gym sessions a week. Maybe you can only do three. Maybe you can't 
do as much as a pro player. But to be honest, if it's so important to you, you will find time. So the example that you gave of a university student saying, oh, well, I, I can't or I don't have time because I've got all these essays. What I would say to that university student is look at your screen time on your phone and then tell me that you don't have time to stretch for 20 minutes in the evening or then tell me that you don't have time to do an extra conditioning session. Because if you have more than an hour of screen time on your phone, you're wasting your time. And I'm I'm no different. It's something that I'm always working on is to be on my phone less. But like I scroll on apps. And so I can't give the excuse to say, oh, well, Dan, I don't have the time to do this because the fact is that I I think my screen time is about two hours, 10 now or, or below. I get it below two hours a lot of the time a day. But, you know, we do have time. So that's a great excuse that people tell themselves, oh, I don't have time. You know, if you really want this bad enough, you will allocate your time in a way that will give you the best chance of achieving it. Okay, so it's important then in this preparation time that you have somebody obviously looking in to check that you're doing the right sorts of things. So you've got to align with your coach. So really getting in the zone is very much a, for you to do in terms of um, finding the time, but you've also got to find people to help you out. So the I think the hardest one is to stop caring or worrying about outcomes. So a lot of people are going to say, Brian, what is the magic <laughs> button here to stop me worrying? Yeah. So the reason 100% this will be the most difficult because the other two are kind of things that we'll say for kind of more physical things that you you just do, you know, you you do it. Um, this is more challenging because it's, it's far more mental than the other two. And the reason it's very difficult and it's going to be yeah very difficult for a lot of people is because you've conditioned yourself to worry. So if you're 20 years of age and you've been playing rugby since you were seven for third, no, as a kid, you probably didn't worry. Maybe around, I would bet around age kind of 13, 12, 13, 14, when like selections and coaches started getting involved more and telling you what you need to do better, then you probably started to worry. So for a number of years, you have conditioned your body yourself to worry. When I play rugby, I worry. That is just what you do. So yes, it's challenging in that sense to work out of it. But what I would say to that person is, of course, you got to practice it. But practice, as weird as it feels, and as weird as it sounds right now, practice not caring. Practice going, I don't care what happens today. I don't care if I make mistakes. I don't care what the coach thinks. I don't care what people on the sideline might think. I don't care what my teammates are going to think if I make a mistake, because that's another one people are afraid of is, you know, the, the teammates might think I'm crap. Practice that. Just really do. And the mindfulness and stuff really helps, but just let go of it. Practice it and go out and do that. And of course, it's not a, once again, it's not you do it once or you 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 think about it once and flick a switch and it's done, but practice it more and more and more and letting go of that. Another big one is expectation. I got to score two tries today. I got to play really well today. There's probably going to be scouts here. There's probably going to be people looking. This is a, or this is a final. This is such a big day. I really have to be great today. So you just pile all this pressure on yourself. And when I was a young player, a kid, I used to think I needed it. I used to think I couldn't play unless I was like wound up unless I was like nearly, no, I'm not going to say sick with nerves. I never got sick, but I saw, I saw others getting sick. I used to think that I needed to be 
so on edge and like pacing around the dressing room and that I used to have to be wound up completely. Whereas I then found it in my early 20s, say 22, 23, I remember realizing this isn't me. I'm chilled out all the time. Like I'm not this type of person that's always riddled and just like can't sit still. Like I'm just a chill. And so I started to try that out. And I was a bit afraid even because I remember thinking, oh, you have to be like this before a game. You have to be all, you can't be chilled and relaxed and casual and having a joke. I used to think you can't, but then I was like, I'm going to try it out. And I think I was about 21 or so. And I really leaned into it and tried it out. And oh man, it helps so much. And it's a practice all, you know, it really is a practice. That's not to say that from then on, I didn't uh, put pressure on myself or worry about games. Now, some people will be listening in and thinking this would work very well for this player, but there are other players who are um, at different stages of that, different parts of that spectrum where probably they seem to be too relaxed. And then when the game starts, they don't seem to be in the game at all. They just, uh, they're just wandering around. They're not, they're not attentive or intentional in what they do. So um, what are we saying to them? Just stay relaxed. This is fine. This is going to do you, uh, this is going to keep you in the zone or do they need to up their ante? In other words, is it different for different people? Yes. Good question. So there's something, uh, there's a study has been done on on the arousal needed. So different players will need to be more, I say arousal is a word, but if you want to think between different sports, a golfer and a rugby player will be at different stages. But then within rugby, an open side flanker might be different to an out half. And that's just kind of giving examples. For sure, if you are so relaxed but what I would say there is you're most likely not switched on. You're not focusing. So you you if that's the case and that the game is passing you by and maybe, yeah, you, like you say, you're so relaxed that you're just not getting going, you need to realize that you need to be more aroused. So the example I gave was that I was making myself and, and what I believe most people do is they make themselves too aroused and they start creating it and they create it by worrying, by putting pressure on themselves mm -hmm. so that you feel you can imagine the energy in their body. And anyone who's been here as a who's played will know that what that energy is. And it's too much. It's overwhelming. And it makes you just it, it's, it's too much. So for the vast majority of people, 90, I would reckon 95% of people ish, or that's I'm just pulling it out would have would potentially be too aroused. Whereas it's a good, great point you make, there may be people for sure that the game is passing them by and, and that they need to get more into it. And maybe that's their warm up might need to be better. They might need to do a few hits. They might need to, everyone's different, but they might need to do something within their warm up that will get them to the, the state or the level that they need to be at when the whistle goes for the kickoff. And that's how you that's how you get into the zone. So there's um, in the book they, you talk about uh, match preparation, game preparation, and all the things around there. So great, we've taken the knife to being in the zone. That's fantastic. Uh, just to say that Brian is a mindset and performance coach at Off Field Rugby. He also coaches university women's rugby and men's rugby in Canada. And his his philosophy is that he helps young players to become more confident on the field. 
develop their self-belief and play in the zone. You can contact him at brianmollett at gmail.com and visit his website, which is offfieldrugby.com. The book is on sale. That's the book on how you become a pro rugby player. Links in the show notes. So, Brian, we're going to finish with five quick fire questions. What coaching book is by your bedside? Uh, right now I'm reading a book called The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. It's um, it's not quite a coaching book, but it it actually helps me. It, it, yeah, it's helping me in my coaching. I'm learning quite a lot um, in that. And who's that? Sorry, who's that by? Uh, Joseph Murphy. It's a, like an yes. old book. Um, I think it's from the 80s. Right. But, okay. Yeah, pretty, really interesting. Ah, right. From those of us who are around in the 80s, there were books then too. Uh, which coach, <laughs> teacher are you loving at the moment? Um, I always say at the moment, I'm not quite sure. I, I really like Eddie Jones, to be honest. And even though there's there's challenges with England and I know you're English and different people have different thoughts on him, I enjoy Eddie Jones. Yep, good. I'm controversial, but uh, still, he uh, has plenty of successes as well. Which team, sport, subject would you love to coach at the moment? Um, Man United. That looks like a <laughs> good challenge. Get in <laughs> yeah, there, Eric Ten Hag. Yeah, yeah. Sit, sitting under uh, Alex Ferguson would be interesting. Who who's yeah. inspired you most? Um, who's inspired me most? I like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I was actually listening to um I was listening to one of his talks on a podcast this morning. Um I feel he's very inspirational and motivational and uh yeah. What's his, like what's, his uh, what's his quote about plan B? Yeah, he says get rid of I've never had a plan B. Get rid of it. And I love that and and he very very quickly but he grew up in a small town in Austria and he got a magazine of and he saw a bodybuilder in it who was in movies and he said that's what i want to do i want to go to america be a world champion bodybuilder star in movies and he went from small town austria to go and do that he went and became governor of california he's very inspirational in following your dreams get rid of the plan b and backing yourself and um yeah i like him there's many others but yeah he comes okay. to mind Good. And what would you tell your 20-year-old self to do more of? Back myself and not listen to the naysayers. And there are so many people in society that will tell you that you can't do this and you can't do that. And don't listen to any of them and just go go all in on your dreams and don't worry about failing. See where it goes. Good. Good. We like that. Uh and uh, plenty of inspiration for all of uh, all of us from that. Brian, thanks very much for your time and thanks for uh, getting under the coach's knife. Cheers, Dan. Thanks, Mill. Appreciate it.